الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعين ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يحده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله Verily all praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The best of books is the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And the best of guidance is the guidance of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam So today's, today's halaqa uh, We're going to discuss the, the topic The topic of the halaqa is going to be about wahi we're going to be using some resources, some references from Sahih Bukhari in the Kitab Al-Wahi. Now, before we get into the topic, inshallah, the first hadith that is mentioned in Sahih Bukhari in Volume 1, Book 1, is that, قُلُّ أَعْمَالْ بِالنِّيَاتِ that all actions are based off intentions. So before doing any of this, we want to make sure that our intentions are clear. And that what I'm presenting you is information about Islam. It's information about Wahi. And it is not our jo our job is to listen but also to verify and if you hear or if you hear me say anything that brings doubts it is your responsibility to do research and make sure to educate yourself So the hadith, the, um, in more detail, it was narrated by, uh, by Amr bin Khattab. Amr bin Khattab, he narrates that he heard the Prophet ﷺ say that the reward of deeds always depends upon the intentions and every person will get rewarded for based off what they intended. So I always want to make sure I, I set the disclaimer that I am no expert in anything but inshallah by Allah's permission I'd like to share with you what I have learned and what I have studied. So inshallah let's get into it. So what is what is wahi? Why why does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala send wahi? Wahi is revelation. We're going to discuss into more detail about why does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala going into revelation? Why does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us revelation? For one thing is that we, we are insan, we are, men, we are men and we forget. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent us prophets. And to those prophets Allah sent us wahi. Revelation to those prophets. And it's those prophets that give the knowledge to us yeah. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran that humans and morals, us humans, we're not able to physically talk with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As in, we, we don't have the physical faculties to talk directly to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we were to do so, our bodies, our bodies just physically can't handle being in the presence of Allah. To give, um, to enforce the idea, now everyone knows Musa alayhi salam. Musa alayhi salam was probably one of the toughest prophets. He was more of a man of action. He wanted to see evidence. He wanted to see it. He was the type of prophet that if you say something, he'd say, prove it. So he says to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that I want to see you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, okay. But look over in the direction of those mountains. And then Musa alayhi salam does as he's told. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only shows a mere fraction of himself. And the mountains go to dust. And Musa alayhi salam collapses. He faints. So again, going back to revelation to wahi, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides a medium through how revelation has come to us. So, to first start off, we start with Nabi Sallallahu and the first wahi that was given to Nabi Sallallahu This is Hadith 3 in Kitab al-Wahi in Sahih Bukhari and this was narrated by Aisha radiallahu anha she, In this hadith she says that the commencement of the wahi to Rasulullah sallallahu was in the form of good dreams which came true like bright daylight and then the love of seclusion was bestowed upon him he used to go in seclusion of the cave of Hira where he used to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone continuously for many days before his desire to see his family he used to take with him the journey food for the stay and then come back to his wife to take his food likewise again till suddenly the, the wahi, the truth descended upon him while he was in the cave of Hira Angel Jabril came to him and asked him to read the Prophet ﷺ replied, I don't know how to read. The Prophet added, the angel came and asked him to read. The Prophet ﷺ replied, I don't know how to read. The Prophet added, the angel, so the Nabi ﷺ is saying, the angel caught me forcefully and pressed me so hard that I could not bear it anymore. He then released me and again, he asked me to read. And I replied, I don't know how to read. Thereupon he caught me again and he pressed me a second time till I could not bear anymore. He then released me again and asked me to read. But again I replied, I don't know how to read or what should I read? Thereupon he caught me for the third time and pressed me and then released me and said, read in the name of your Lord who has created all that exists. He created man from a clot. Read and your Lord is the most generous. Then Allah's Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam 
returned with the wahi and his heart was beating severely and then he went to his wife he went to Khadija radiallahu anha and he said cover me cover me they covered him till his fear was over and after he told her everything that had happened and he said I fear that something may have happened to me and then the wife she replied Khadija radiallahu anha she replied never by Allah Allah will never disgrace you you keep good relations with your kith and kin you help the poor and destitute serve your guests generously and assist the deserving calamity afflicted ones so this is the first night this is the first time wahi has come to the Prophet this is the main um, main discussion of today is the wahi and how the Nabi this is the beginning of his prophethood and this is the beginning of the, the Quran and so Nabi is scared an angel has come to him angel Jibreel has come to him and not only that but the angel is telling him to read Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi the Prophet of Allah, he doesn't know how to read and doesn't know how to write. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi was illiterate. So, imagine yourselves in that state. You have good relations with everyone. And out of nowhere, an angel is telling you to read. You're in your own seclusion and you're being told forcefully to read. Now, what I really want to um, what I really want to cover is how is wahi given to the Prophet and physically, what does he feel? What are the physical things that the Nabi went through as wahi is given to him? Uh, this is had, this is a hadith narrated by Aisha radiallahu an, and it's Al Harith bin Hisham. Asks uh, Nabi Ya Rasulullah, how does um, how is Wahi revealed to you? Nabi replied that it's like the ringing of a bell. So, of those who've heard what a bell when a bell rings, Nabi is saying it's like the ringing of a bell. This is one form. It's the ringing of a bell. This form, Nabi Wasallam states, is the hardest of all and then the state passes off after I have grasped what is inspired, what has been revealed to me. Sometimes the angel, Angel Jibreel, comes to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the form of a man and he talks to me and I grasp whatever he says. And Aisha radiallahu an she adds to this hadith, Verily, I saw the Prophet being inspired. He was given the wahi on a very, very cold day and noticed um, the sweat dropping from his forehead. So imagine a day like this where it's really cold out. You can't imagine sweating at all. And not only that, but from the forehead of Nabi Wasallam, the sweat is coming off of. It's coming from right off his head where it's really cold and that it's giving you an idea, it's illustrating what Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, what impact it had on his body. 
as the wahi was given to him. Now, um, adding more, adding more to the um, to uh, the wahi and describing how the wahi is delivered. One in the hadith it mentions it's like the ringing of a bell. So the sound is. Is it good now? Hello? Okay. It's good. So it comes, it's like a ringing of a bell. There's something wrong with the mic. Yeah, hello? Okay. So, descriptions of the wahi. So, going back to what I said, it was like the ringing of a bell. So, this type of wahi, when it came to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Nabi stated that it's the hardest form. So, it's ringing, it's a constant ringing sound, and the sound goes away once the wahi is complete. Or until Nabi Sallallahu has understood what the wahi contains. In the hadith, Nabi Sallallahu also said that Angel Jibreel comes to him. And this is supported by the fact that the hadith of Jibreel, when Jibreel السلام, he comes to Nabi Sallallahu while they're in the masjid, hadith of Jibreel uh, is, is on all white, his beard is very black, and he sits with Nabi Sallallahu and he asks Nabi Sallallahu about what is Islam, what are the faiths, what are the fundamental pillars of Islam, and when is the hour. Also, when Wahi is revealed, um, going to another example, when um, the during the time of Ibrahim السلام, and Lut السلام, the angels also came in the form of men to inform Ibrahim السلام, of the good news that he has, a, he has a son. And just after that, to go to Lut السلام, um, to uh, manage the people of Lut, to punish them by Allah's decree. The other form of wahi is the wahi that comes in the form of dreams, as mentioned in the hadith. Now these, these types of wahi come to Nabi Sallallahu while he's in while he's sleeping. This type of wahi also came to Ibrahim alayhi salam. When Ibrahim alayhi salam had a dream that he would slaughter his son. And then this dream became a reality and it was a test for Ibrahim alayhi salam. And the other form of the wahi is direct, directly speaking with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now I mentioned that the human cannot directly talk with Allah when Allah is physically present. When, the, when Musa alayhi salam, when Nabi sallallahu they spoke directly with Allah, there was a veil.
The example of when Nabi Sallallahu spoke directly with Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala was during Isra wal Mi'raj. When Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi was raised to the heavens. And there he was given the wahi for it was salah. And Nabi Sallallahu he would go to the, he would he would be at the veil. So it's just Nabi Sallallahu and it's Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala but they're separated by a curtain by a veil. And the Sahaba, when Nabi Sallallahu returned from the journey, the first questions that the Sahaba had was, what did you see? What did it look like? You're talking directly with Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. What did it look like? And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, what he said was, it was just light. I just saw light everywhere. Again, the veil. Um, in the fourth hadith, which is also recorded in Sahih Bukhari, um, when Jabril alayhi salam, he would come to the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he would come and he would teach him verses from the Quran. He would teach him. And this wouldn't be written on paper, but Jabril alayhi salam would recite. And he would help Nabi Sallallahu memorize the verses to Nabi Sallallahu was also reciting them just as Jibreel Sallam recited the verses to him. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam would get these wahi and he would memorize them and he would recite them and he would recite them with the Sahaba. Um, and now Back then, there was also the wahi was also put on paper. The evidence that supports this is when, um, before Amr bin Khattab radiallahu an, before he became Muslim, before he came to Islam, he had the intentions of killing the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And as he's on his way to kill the Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He stopped by a Sahaba who tells him that you should first check your own house. Because the sister of Amr bin Khattab was Muslim. And so he goes to her house. And then after the little there was a little shuffle, after he hit his sister, he feels bad, he feels remorse, and then he asks, he asks her, What was that that you were reading? So, and it was Surah Taha. So, Wahi, the Nabi would memorize it and recite it with the Sahaba, but the Sahaba would also write it down. Now, this is inshallah the beginning of a long list of topics but um, wahi is where we wanted to start with because this is the beginning of the Quran this is where the Quran began it began when Nabi Sallallahu was 40 years of age and the first wahi was given to him which was Surah Al-Alaq 
the first the ayahs the five first five ayahs of Surah Al-Alaq. Now, why is it important that we understand the Wahi? For one thing is is that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, imagine yourself in his position where you're just a regular person and out of nowhere an angel comes. And an angel is physically holding you, squeezing you, and telling you to read. Iqra. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in the hadith, in hadith in Sahih Bukhari, that this was the very beginning of the revelation. This was the first time that Wahi came to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But then after this, they became more frequent. And it would be almost on a day-to-day basis. But I also want you guys to take for a moment and understand the physical impact that it had on Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Why? It's because it's important to read Qur'an, it's important to recite the Qur'an. It's very important to read it. And knowing that the hardships that our Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, in addition to the many other struggles that he went to, went through, one of them being how the Wahi came to him. Uh, before we get to the, the closing remarks, inshallah, I just want to again summarize that how the Wahi would come to Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. We mentioned we mentioned the four ways that it would come to him. We mentioned one that it was through the it was a ringing noise. Again, this is a noise that only Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam would hear. Again, trying to illustrate to the people, to the Sahaba, how it was. It was like this ringing noise. And this ringing noise wouldn't go away till the wahi was complete and till Nabi understood it. The other one was when the, the angel Jabril comes in a human form and he helps Nabi he teaches Nabi directly. And the other one is through dreams and is through the heart. And the last one is direct wahi. Where Nabi sallallahu is talking directly with Allah. Now, the wahi, the revelation of the Quran, it took place over 23 years. 23 years. On average, it takes around for a child a dedicated student about one to two years to memorize the entire Qur'an. And the Sahaba, they were very keen on memorizing the Qur'an. And actually it was the Sahaba, it was Amr ibn Khattab and Abu Bakr that, عن, that they were responsible for compiling the Qur'an. So I want to end with this, is that the Qur'an the wahi that was given to Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam over the course of 23 years, it is protected by Allah subhanahu wa taala. Allah subhanahu wa taala has created the Quran in a way that it is easy to memorize. And as you know, there's there's a lot of qaris nowadays, a lot of people who are reciters of the Quran. And for those who also are memorizing Quran, it's very easy. 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Hijr, verse 9, that إِنَّ نَحْنُ نَزَّلَ الذِّكْرَ وَإِنَّ لَهُ لَحَافِظُونَ That we are protectors of the Qur'an. Allah is saying that I will protect the Qur'an. So when you see a lot of the things that happen in the media where people are burning the Qur'an, people are disrespecting the Qur'an, Know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has clearly said in the Qur'an that this is protected. Now you may ask, how is the Qur'an protected? Over the course of 1400 years, not a single word has changed. Also, what language has still retained the same verbiage from when it, was, when it came into existence? Arabic is still preserved. Even the language that the Qur'an is in, it's still preserved. If you go through, if you go through English, um, Spanish, French, these languages have changed over 1400 years. Arabic has not changed. The Fusha Arabic, the pure Arabic, is still preserved. It's still taught. It's still um, in academia. And the Qur'an is preserved as well. Not a word of it has been changed. And how is it preserved? Because there's people who memorize the Qur'an. It's possible that you can take all the Qur'ans in the world and you can throw them in the sea. But know that you can take a hafiz of the Qur'an, your reciter from the Qur'an, from, one, from each side of the world, and they could come together and they could reconstruct the Qur'an as if it was, it never, it was never lost. Subhanallah, why? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said it's protected. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says any of these kinds of things, know that it is verily true and look at the Qur'an as an example. There's many times where we have doubts about what's happening in life, in what, in what situations we are in. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has always said, That Allah is with those that are patient. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will test you. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will test you with something that you may not like. With a loss of wealth, hunger. So know that when you are reading Qur'an, when you are looking at the revelation that was given to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, know that whatever is in it, and anything you read, you take it as truth. And if you, have every, if you ever have any doubts, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says he has, he has protected the Qur'an, the Qur'an is protected. Look at the Qur'an today. Nothing has changed. If you look at the Bible, the Bible has been through multiple revisions. One king alone made multiple revisions of his own. And I want to also end on this one point. Is that if you have the ability you have the capability to memorize the Qur'an, do so. You are only doing what Nabi did as it was taught to him. That we are carrying on the wahi by memorizing it and by understanding it. That your, our Nabi in addition to all the other tribulations and all the other hardships Nabi went through, being kicked out from his own city by 
having to go through war with his own people and on, t- on top of that still conserving the Quran and teaching the Quran and memorizing it when Angel Jibreel would teach it to him and also the physical, again the physical trauma on his body that it had I ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put blessing in what we discussed today. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put barakah in it. May it be a benefit for everyone here. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those who love the Qur'an, who want to read the Qur'an, who want to memorize the Qur'an, and want to be people of the Qur'an. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increase Increase our ummas with more memorizers of the Quran. Not just those who recite, but also those who understand and can explain and teach others. Rabbana atina fi dunya hasana wa fi al-akhirati hasana wa qina azab al-nar. Subhanaka rabbil izzati amma yasifun wa salamun ala al-mursaneen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. When he was face to face with Allah. As it was the wheel, you were saying that the way he was given different uh, ways and one of them was with Allah. Yes. So what verses of the Quran were you doing? Oh, so when I mentioned that Nabi was directly talking to Allah, this was about the, the wahi, the commandment of salah. It wasn't about um, uh, the verses. Um, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. Does anyone have questions that I can answer to the best of my ability? Again, I ask that may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put blessing in what I have said. And if there is something that I have said that is of, of a, is a mistake, uh, it is for my own deficiencies. And anything that I have said that is of good and is of benefit is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I ask that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put more benefit in it. I mean.